It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fan Sided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. And you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. You can comment on all the posts on Facebook. You can comment on the podcast on Facebook. And I would appreciate if you would do all of those things. It has been great to see over the last two weeks the Facebook group community grow. That is just, I mean, it really is great to see because this is, as I've said many times, a community. And I would like to continue for it to be a place for discussion and a place for engagement for fans. That's awesome. All right, today I don't I don't want to waste time before we get into the Greg Jennings interview because one of the reasons why we're having this Jennings interview now is because the first time I talked to him back in the fall, we talked for a long time and I feel lucky that that was something that we got to do. It was a terrific conversation. We talked for nearly an hour, really. And uh, we talked about all kinds of things, and the more exciting football-related interview is the one that I already posted, the one that I posted back in the fall. This one is a little less football-centric, and I did that for a reason. I wanted to have the football-centric podcast during the football time, and now here we are in the offseason talking about all sorts of different things and trying to fill time. And Greg Jennings and I talked about healthy eating and we talked about his golf game. And we did talk about some Packers football. And, and in fact, there is a really great anecdote in here about the, the Arizona Cardinals playoff game in 2009 and his feelings about that and whether or not Greg Jennings misses the game and misses being on the Packers and misses playing in the NFL There is a really good conversation here. It starts a little slow in part because this was an early morning, midweek conversation and and Greg Jennings, he has obligations. As a father, he has responsibilities, he has kids, he has a family, and so he, he has responsibilities. And on a given day, he has a lot of stuff to do. And so when I when I call him and we talk in the morning, He's got stuff to do. He's waking up. He's he's trying to get acclimated to what's going on. And so 
it takes a little while for him to 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 pep up to, to him for him to get his energy up and that's okay it takes all of us a little bit the interview is going to be the show and it starts a little slow and that's okay i just want you to be aware of what's going on because it 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 is a very good interview there's a lot of good insight it just it takes a little while to get rolling downhill so stay with it it's going to be a good time. I absolutely promise you about that. I've never steered you wrong in the past. At least I don't think I have. Before we get to Greg Jennings, I want to remind you about our Pro Football Focus Edge subscription giveaway. Put your name and your Twitter handle in a review of this podcast on iTunes, and you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. Not on Facebook. Please do review the podcast on Facebook, but that will not enter you into this contest. Put that review on iTunes. And copy and paste it onto Facebook. That'd be great. And you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. That's a $39.99 value. Gets you access to player grades, fantasy football information, tools, charts, and all sorts of information that the pros use. All 32 NFL teams have relationships with Pro Football Focus. So get the data the pros use by entering our contest to win. Put your name and your Twitter handle in a review of the podcast on iTunes. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store hey listen up FanDuel fantasy players your day is about to get 20 percent better this is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there. Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats. You can pick from main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel and that's what I love about it. Experience season long wins without the season long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. All right, let's not dilly-dally. Let's get to Greg Jennings, former Green Bay Packers wide receiver, former Vikings receiver, former Miami Dolphins receiver, and now a Fox Sports 1 commentator. Here is that conversation, the other half of our conversation with Greg Jennings. 
it's nine o'clock, are you the kind of person that has now done, you know, 14 different things by now? Or are you like just hitting snooze and trying to get some coffee and trying to get your life together? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, the kids have been up and breakfast and dropped off at school, came home, woke, woke the missus up. And I told her I was supposed to be blowing leaves, but I wanted to wait until after this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I can help. So are you are you the kind of uh, former athlete who's still like very meticulous about what goes in the body, your workout, stuff like that? Um, I would I honestly would say no, but most will say yes <laughs> <laughs> because I, I mean it's just it's kind of a way of life for me. Yeah. Um, I've never really been a terrible terrible eater even before sports. Um, like I've never been a dessert guy. I've always had a discipline of, I wouldn't even call it a discipline. You know, I was saying that to somebody the other day. They were like, man, you're so disciplined. I'm like, well, I, I guess it would be disciplined if it was a challenge for me. And then not being a dessert guy and not being um, just a bad eater, it's not really a disciplined thing for me. It's kind of always been who I am. So. Um, I think the hardest thing for me to do is be disciplined with my bread, my carb intake when it comes to bread. Um, And so to answer your question, yes, I am that guy. (laughs) I can't just allow allow myself. I can't allow myself to go. I I train. Um, I still train. Although I actually haven't trained in like the last month because of traveling. But um, so I started doing this push-up challenge with myself. Um, since I haven't been able to go to the gym. And I'm going to tell you what, it legitimately works. Like, that is the only thing that I do until I get this pull-up rack installed in my basement. It's push-ups. Wow. And it 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 is, I mean, I've always, you know, as a kid, you kind of do push-ups and you're in college. When you're mm-hmm. on, you kind of do push-ups or whatever. But, man, like, literally, at the minimum amount of push-ups I'll do a day is I have to hit 100. I have to hit that 100 mark. And you would think, man, that's, like, nothing. But, like, when your day gets going and you're not, you don't just drop down and hit a few. It's like I'll, I've had times where before I'm getting in the shower, because after the shower, they're done. I have done none. And my goal when I do that is to do them all within a 10-minute span. And you talk about just being burnt yeah. <laughs> and, and fighting it. Oh, my gosh. But it, is, it has been, it's been actually the, one of the best things. That and eliminating dairy, um, dairy as a whole, that for me has been a game changer. Dairy, huh? Wow. I don't, that's... Uh... Yeah. I'm from Wisconsin, so I don't know if I can do that. But I know. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. It was not easy. It was not. It was not easy. But I think my my tummy and <laughs> just my overall internal system was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sure. I, I've I have I have cut it down just because like there's certain things as I've gotten older where it's like okay I just can't like I yeah. can't have custard yeah. anymore. I can't do like a whole bowl of ice cream is like, okay, give me, give me a scoop. I can do like three bites. Yeah. Nope. I can't even do that. I mean, when I, when I say it will destroy my stomach, I can't do it. Like I can't like 
even like I, I love sour cream, love sour cream. You know, I'm a burrito guy, mm-hmm. but more not not just a any kind of burrito. It has to be like a well put together burrito, right. not just trash. But <laughs> um, but I I mean, who does a, who eats a burrito or tacos without sour cream? Like who does that? How did you How did you get into golf? Man, so I've always dabbled in golf. Let's say one of my buddies back in college got me interested in golf, and I would swing the golf clubs. I never really was a golfer. I would go occasionally recreationally just to go out there and hack away and tear up some turf and some grass. But, um, man, just over the course of my career, I've had a golf outing and um, there was times where I was able to play in it. And there was like a distant where I just was, you know, shaking hands and walking around and seeing how everybody else was doing. And I couldn't play and like, man, I really want to play, but I wasn't a great golfer or I wasn't, I shouldn't even say great. I wasn't a good golfer, but I could, I could hit the ball. You know, I could hit the ball. I could hack away. I was like, probably a 25 um and like like legitimate 25 whatever handicap if that's even a thing i didn't even i didn't even have a true handicap at the time but it wasn't until after i actually retired like going into retirement i started really golfing more um as recreational and then my kids started taking lessons, and I'm like, I watched their instructor, and I'm like, man, this guy is really good. And I was thinking, he he took my son, who couldn't hold a golf club, and my daughter um, to the point where within a matter of like a month, they were striking the ball like consistently great not good, like great. And just the way he would deal with them and his patience and his time of just, you know, breaking down different things to them. And now they're starting young, so it was easier. And they didn't have any bad habits. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to jump in with this guy. And I started taking lessons, and that was it. I I was locked. I was like, you know what? This is going to be my thing. I'm going to I'm going to golf. And so we happened to, we live right on a golf course, members, right, oh, actually two golf courses, a public and then a country club, and we're members over next door. And What club? We join uh, Interlocking Country Club. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful track. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. I'm like, I always used to wonder, why do people join a country club and just play that club? And I can see why. I, when you when you when you when yeah. you join the right club, you can play it over and, and it never it never is the same. But um, so yeah, man, we joined and I remember the first year I played about twelve rounds. That was before I retired. Um, if that might have been like eight, and then the year after I retired, I had jumped in with this guy, and man, it went from twelve rounds to like. 20 rounds because I caught it in. I caught it at the tail end of the season. And then this year has just been full blown. Just when that, anytime I have a moment, I'm gone. I'm, 
like, I'm just full. I mean, my clubs go with me pretty much everywhere. I, I keep a set of clubs out in L.A. when I'm out there. And it's just I, I try to play everywhere. They, they're, they've done studies on, on why people play golf, even if they're not very good at it. And they've determined that the, um, the way your brain reacts to playing is similar to the way your brain reacts to cocaine. So it is, it is an addictive game. Yeah. Because you, you remember the great shots and forget the bad ones, but, but the, um, in between the good ones, you're sort of like, it's almost literally like your brain is jonesing to hit a good shot. And when you hit it, it makes you feel so good that you're like, you only have to hit three good shots the entire round to make you want to come back and play again. So true. So true. My wife even started playing and she, she went out actually for me. She she set up a, a tea time um, with her, she, my daughter, and I for Father's Day. And from that moment, that one nine holes, she was like, she was hooked. I mean, she she's like, uh, can I get my own clubs? I need to. And, and she started taking lessons, and she wanted to go. Like, if I went and she couldn't go, she would get upset. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. That that like I enjoy that. I, I'm loving the fact that you want to play, but you can't restrict my playing because you have to go to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I could see I could see how one would say that. So I went from like a 25 handicap to now I'm a 13, which is a little disappointing because at the end of last season I was a 12, and then I, I kind of hit this plateau to where I've regressed a bit um you have to play I, that's the I'm, thing you just have to keep playing I, my wife was yeah. a d1 golfer she's been playing since she was little she's still she like she she hadn't played in two months and went out at stream song in florida and shot 68 i'm just like really this is what we're gonna do because i'm not i'm not that yeah. good i'm like a i'm like a 15 18 somewhere in there depending on how often i'm playing so but okay i'm a legit 13 so I'm on my honest score. Like I, I yeah, I'm I believe that. Yeah. Once you're once you get to a certain level, you don't have to lie anymore about it. Like yeah. when you're an 18, you say you're a 15. When you're a 20, you say you're an 18. When you're a 25, you say you're a 20. But yeah, you don't you don't yeah. have to. So, I just, I'm, I'm, but go ahead. Well, I I just He's we we should probably talk about football at some point. Um, I could talk about golf and and healthy eating all day probably. Uh, <laughs> I could too. So, um this is it's been a couple years now since you've been out of the game. And you're mm-hmm. still near it cuz you get to do a lot of an- analysis of it. But when I mean you hear former athletes talk about it all the time and what they miss and it's usually being around the guys, the the Sunday feeling is there is there something that like you really still miss about about the game? Um, you know, I would honestly have to say no. I, I don't. It would strangely enough, like um, there's things that I enjoyed about it, and, and but to say that I there's something that I miss, I really I don't miss. I really don't miss any of it. <laughs> if that is even a, a thing. Uh, and I found that out when I was down at the Super Bowl and I was working the Super Bowl and I'm on the field before the game and I never once, it didn't dawn on me until after, I never once 
put myself back out there. Like said, man, I remember when, or I would be doing this right now when I was watching. I never once did that. And I'm like, man, I really don't miss playing. And it kind of hit me like, wow, I, I don't miss this. Um, but I will say this, the, the feeling of, of being in the game and playing the game and having success, like at something that you can recall doing at such a young age and you're there, like for me, the being able to reflect now, because when you're in it, you don't really reflect. You don't really look back over the span of the process that allowed you to get to this point or to the current point that you place that you are. And so for me, I think that's the one thing that I enjoy most now is being able to see a photo or an, a video or whatever or highlight and then reverse it all the way back to when I first started. Like I hated football. I was scared to play because I was claustrophobic and like I, I thought that I would get trapped at the bottom of the pile so I would never play. I mean, like to think of a kid going, having that mentality about a thing, a sport, and excelling in it at the highest level against the best competitors on that level, that's what's kind of like, it blows me away sometimes. Like, like man, or watching my kid look at highlights on YouTube and recently, probably about about a month ago, I walked in the kitchen and my wife and the kids were watching like a highlight reel of mine. And I walked in there and just there, like my oldest and my oldest remembers everything. And it's like, but the other three, they kind of vaguely remember certain certain little highlight moments. And my son, he's just like, Wow. I mean, he's looking at me, looking at, looking at the, the computer, looking at me, and it's like he can't believe what he's seeing because like, now he'll sit down and he'll watch a game and he'll like, come on, no, like, like he's all in and he's five. And he's been to games, but it's like he never really could comprehend. And it hadn't in. clicked, yeah. It hadn't clicked for him. And so now being able to look at him, he watched those and they watch some of those things and, and say, wow, daddy, like, <laughs> like, man, you were really good. Like it's, <laughs> it's that, that for me is, is where I get the most joy, but missing the game, man, I, I honestly, I can't, like, I don't miss, I don't. I can't say I missed the training because it was it was it was brutal. Like I mean, I enjoy training now because I train for me. Like I train to stay healthy and fit. And when I don't train, my body aches. <laughs> but then it was like you you just you couldn't enjoy it. Honestly, you you just and I shouldn't say you couldn't enjoy it, but you couldn't really. Yeah, no, you couldn't really enjoy it for what it was because it was it was work, but it was you trying to just be the best that you possibly could be 
and you were pushing yourself over the limit, like beyond limits to where your body typically wouldn't want to go um, to get the most out of yourself. And although you ended up with a great result, you still were you you never could become satisfied with it. You know what I mean? Like it, it was like chasing something that you can never catch. Um, even if you had success, you wanted more. I mean, it was and rightfully so. That's what true competitors do. That's why you see the Tom Brady type guys, or I should say, just the Tom Brady <laughs> who who refused to like let it go and give it up because he feels like he can mentally psych his, himself out to where he can reset every single season. And that is so hard to do, to be able to reset and start from scratch. It's almost like he looks at himself as I'm a seven round draft pick or six round draft pick. I, I got to make the team. I got to prove myself. Yeah. I got to show that I'm still, you know what I mean? And to be able to do that year in and year year after year, that is impressive. And you really can't, you really don't enjoy that until you're away from it. There was a really interesting, when J.J. Reddick um, started his podcast, I don't know if you've listened to that at all, but he talked about losing to the Rockets in the, um, I don't know if remember, it was the semifinals. And he he was like, when they lost, he said, I can't believe we have to go do this all over again. Because they felt like that mm-hmm. year they had the team. And I'd never thought about it that way. Like when you lose, you put so much, there's so much effort, so much training. You go through the wars of the regular season to the playoffs that you think you can win. You go, man, I have to, I get to take a vacation. But then in a month, I have to go back. I have to be back in the in yeah. the gym. I have to be back on the field. We have We have meetings. We've got film. And I have to go do this all over again. And it seems like that's more than anything is what is what burns guys out. Yes, it does. I remember in 2009 um, when I, I felt like that year we were starting to really click. It was Aaron's, I want to say, his, his second year starting. Yep. Um, we were starting to click. We got We got to Arizona in the playoffs, and it was that shootout. Great game. And we end up losing. We we clearly should have won that game. Like should have won the game. I mean, in overtime, we take a shot. I'm running down the middle of the field, wide open, and I guarantee you, if Aaron could throw that ball a hundred times with his eyes closed, he would hit me probably ninety five times, like with his eyes closed. And he just. I, would, I don't know if I was so open, he just kind of line drive it and didn't put enough air in and I just couldn't get to it. And, and then a couple plays later, he gets the sack, fumble, return for a touchdown, and we lose. But I remember us literally, like J.J. alluded to, we're on the flight, we're on the plane, and it's that core group of guys. And, and in the NBA, it's, it's, your, it's like, three, four guys. And in the NFL, it's typically a little bit larger group pending on the team. But I remember Charles Woodson, Donald Dreidel, Aaron, myself, um, James Jones, uh, Nick Barnett, Nick Collins. We were all 
and I want to say Ryan Grant, we were all kind of huddled up like by uh, by the exit row, and I remember Charles saying, "Man, what just literally?" And I quote, "What just happened?" Like. Man, we had, and I never, Woodson never really, like, he never stood up on the plane. He never, he always went to the back and sat down and just, just went home. Like, that was, he talked a little bit, but he never got up and kind of spilled his feelings about the game right then and there. Like, specifically with offensive guys. But it was like we knew we had just squandered such an opportunity. And he was like, I remember like yesterday, he's like, man, I ain't got too many more of those seasons in me like that. We got, come on, man. I I just remember him like being so like, wow. I mean, and we all were. And like I remember coming home and just thinking to myself, like watching the Cardinals, that was the year they, that they ended up um, losing to the Saints down in New Orleans the next week. I mean, got blasted by the Saints. And I'm thinking, really? Like, <laughs> we, we could have, like, really? Really? <laughs> I mean, and it, it was just one of those feelings where, we just blew such an opportunity and we got to do it again. Like, but we got to start all the way. And like to know, like you can't just start at the season. You got to, you got to go through can You got to go through the whole process all over again. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Like thinking about that, it's like, I'm so glad I'm done. But, <laughs> but to, but, but then to win it, um, to win it, man, it's, it's an amazing that that takes the cake, Greg. I you have been so generous. I I I very much appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely, I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing with Philips One. This one is the ideal one for those who are still using an old school manual toothbrush. To all those people, it's time to take your brushing one level up. The solution is a simple one. It's the perfect timing one. It's the long-lasting battery-powered or USB rechargeable one. The comes in multiple colors to match you one. The one with a subscription that delivers new brush heads for just $5. Your teeth deserve this one. Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing. Learn more at philips.com one. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-S dot com slash O-N-E. This episode is brought to you by Shell. College football is best enjoyed at home. You know, the home that has no rooms because it's a stadium of 70,000 screaming fans. But wherever you are, ESPN and Shell can take your fandom further with savings up to 15 cents per gallon for Fuel Rewards members at Shell. Welcome home, football fans. Terms and conditions apply. See FuelRewards.com slash FuelYourFandom for details. Shell is an official sponsor of ESPN College Football. ESPN, the ESPN logo, and ESPN College Football are registered trademarks of ESPN Incorporated. I want to thank Greg again for joining the podcast. Um, I thought that was a, a really great conversation. I understand that maybe maybe healthy eating is not your bag. 
that's fine. But I, I thought the, the the anecdote about the Cardinals game was terrific. I thought the anecdote about going to the Super Bowl and feeling like he wasn't measuring himself against those players. That is a fascinating insight from a former NFL player. And it's not the kind of thing you normally hear. So I appreciate his candor. I appreciate his involvement in the show and his willingness to be a part of it. So thank you, Greg. I understand there are plenty of Packer fans out there that don't feel the same. They don't feel the the reciprocity of love with Greg Jennings as a former Packer, someone who went to, to Minnesota and, and didn't always have great things to say about the Packers. But he was honest, and I appreciate that honesty. And I think from athletes, that is the number one thing that, that we should hope all of them have is honesty. So... I'd like to thank Greg for being honest. I felt like he was being honest with me, and I I really do appreciate that. All right, so we have more content to come this week. We have a Friday show. We're going to talk about the Aaron Rodgers NFL Network Top 100 rating and the Travis Sham mockery that led to Rodgers being ranked where he was. Absolutely ridiculous. A lot of players on the Packers agree. So we're going to talk about that on Friday and a lot more. We are moving closer to training camp, and as we do, that means content at acmepackingcompany.com, fansided.com, profootballweekly.com, all sorts of content there for you to stay up to date on the latest. My Twitter handle, at Peter underscore Bukowski. You have the podcast Twitter handle, at LockedOnPackers. All of that is there for you, so you will stay Locked On Packers.